Oh, man. Tara being Tara. Um, being a little cutie patootie. Um, I don't understand, Britt, and I have some questions. Welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan, and joining me today is Bill Hake. Hello. And TJ Deween. Hello. And here we are, um, what is it, two weeks since the announcement of uh, the end of Invincible. Um, right? Two weeks? One week? No, we, we at least put an episode up. Well, a week and a half, probably. Well, we're recording this on... Sunday. It was like a week, week ago. and a half. It was about a week they, and a half ago from they, us, from the people that are listening. It's been two weeks, two yeah. weeks and two days for two the people weeks. listening. Yeah. Um, and uh, we got a new issue discussion. Um, issue one thirty came out, and um, that sounds weird. Issue one thirty, issue one hundred and thirty, and um, issue one thirty. No, one hundred and thirty. You just yeah. corrected yourself. Issue one hundred and thirty came out, and we're gonna go over that. Um, First, uh, I guess we're going to go over the news a little bit. There's not really much news. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of news a week and a half ago, but um, we're going to be heading to Fan Expo in Canada, Toronto. Um, that's going to be kind of cool. Ryan Otley will be there. Um, maybe get a sketch, talk to him. It'll be good times. Some should original, we, original pages. Do you, think, do you think that we should wear something? Like, oh, I'll be I'll be wearing a blue Scooby-Doo shirt under the big clock, and that way, like, people who listen to the podcast can come find us. Uh, or, like, or, or I'll wear a shirt that says Invincible, and you wear a shirt that says The, and TJ can wear a shirt that says Podcast. What if I have to go to the bathroom? Then you're still wearing a shirt that says The. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that, but here, the thing is that this episode is going out on Friday, and technically, we have already been there. Yeah, if you're hearing this, we already went to Vatican. Time so. travel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. So we could actually find the person, because I, I have a theory about time travel that someone can do it, but they can't talk about it. But what if... Never mind. So if somebody smacks you in the back of the head... Right, and says, oh, hey, you're wearing the Scooby-Doo shirt. I'm like, you're the fucking guy. You're... Do you own a Scooby-Doo t-shirt? I will now. I will go out and purchase one. <laughs> what if the guy... Where does the one travel... find a Scooby-Doo t-shirt on short notice? I don't know. You can go to Hot Topic. I'm sure they have. They have. They have. They have Scooby Doo in like a fucking fishnet stocking. They have, they have like, like <laughs> just Harley Quinn all the way through Hot Topic. With that's all it is. so much Harley Quinn there now, isn't there? Ugh. Ugh. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, we're gonna do a couple emails. Um, last week, last week, last episode, we talked to you guys about the end of Invincible, and um, uh, towards the end of the podcast, we talked about things that we wanted to happen before the end of Invincible, and we asked you to write in and tell us what you thought or what you wanted, and um, we got a couple emails about that. Um, TJ, you want to go first? Oh, well, it was, we've been getting a lot of uh, fans just talking about, kind of reiterating what we talked about in the last um, Reacts video that we did based on uh, the end of Invincible and what we wanted to see, um, and Niall, again, wrote us and said, what I want to see happened before the end of Invincible is really Mark back in his costume. It's been 14 plus issues since we've seen Mark back in his bitchin' suit. Hopefully before the end we see him back in those fingerless gloves and knee pads. Yeah, 
Um, I can't believe none of us brought that up. That's a great one. Didn't um, we? Didn't we bring that up? I feel like we brought it up on a past episode before we knew the Invincible was ending. Because we were like, and because Otley tweeted it. Oh that, yeah, yeah. That he was excited to be drawing Mark back in. Costume. Well, he said, no. "I miss it. He I missed, missed doing it. it." And we were talking about what that meant. If he missed it, it was if he was being nostalgic because he still missed it, or if he was if saying, he, was like, saying he missed it because he was drawing it. Um. I actually actually went back and looked, and not counting reboot, because I don't. Um, the last time Mark was in his suit was in issue 114. Wow, so that is a, over much, a year ago. Yeah, well, I mean, not counting reboot, we have seen him in his costume. Talk about but, doing the opposite of what comics normally do. But it was like way over a year ago. We had a six-month <laughs> break. That's holy shit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Wow. So in continuity, the last time he was, I guess, whatever. Without reboot, it was issue one fourteen. Now we have Mark in like really weird high pants, <laughs> which I'll get into as one of my topics. His high pants. He has high pants on. <laughs> Look at how high his pants are. <laughs> you're right. You're right. All right, I have one from uh, Ben. Hey guys, just wanted to say I'm enjoying your podcast and thanks for your hard the hard work you put in. Invincible was the first comic I started buying regularly and I'm sad that it's ending, but like you've mentioned, excited about this final arc. I like your new reader episodes and I'm very curious as to how you pitched the comic to the girls. As to things I want to see before the end, something I don't want to see is what happened in the comic Ex Machina by Brian K. Vaughn. Don't know if you've read it, but it's an excellent series. But intentionally leaves out some big plot points as mysteries. Spoilers: The never heard. I don't, I don't know if we should say the spoiler. I don't know if I don't know if I haven't read it, but I don't know if we should say that spoiler, just in case. All right. So I won't finish what I was about to say. Yeah, but this is say. ironic because now everybody's at the edge of their seat waiting for what uh, I'm about to hear, oh, and I'm doing exactly what Apparently he said. It's good. So. But I think that's that's completely opposite because I don't know. Anyways, I'll be really disappointed if Kirkman leaves something big on the table unanswered. Mm-hmm. Anyways, thanks again for your efforts. Love, Ben. And he actually put love. He did. He did. That's sweet. So, let's answer his first question then. Um, Everybody likes the new reader episodes. Nobody likes me or TJ, apparently. (laughs) And if it were just hot girls talking on the mic, I'm sure they'd enjoy that too. But how how did you... It was your idea. Yeah. Um, I... Well, Liz was easy because she's your wife, Bill. Mm -hmm. And she's heard us talking about Invincible. She knows what Invincible is. Yeah. So me telling her, I just, you know, I told her that I had the idea for the podcast and I wanted to, like we say on the New Reader Issues, we, we wanted to capture that feeling of, you know, reading it again for the first time and a cool way to go over the series and kind of recap the series. Um, so just, you know, she was up for it. She, you know, she's read comics before, you know, Walking, you know, Walking Dead and a couple other things. And so uh, for her, it was easy. And uh, Brittany... Um, Brittany, I just told her about it, you know, said, hey, uh, there's this awesome comic I want you to read. Um, like we've talked about before, there's a, um, uh, we always tell people that, you know, read the first one, you know, read the first one and we can kind of judge how people feel yeah, about it. Yeah, because the question was actually how we pitched the comic to the girls, yeah. not necessarily the podcast. Yeah, I mean, well, like I said, Liz knew what it was. She knew we were, uh, we loved it and that it was a big deal we to us. We had been reading so. it for years, yeah. and her being Bill's wife, obviously, and then she's heard us talking about it. Yeah, and like I said, I, I'd say read just, just the first one, and, you know, I can kind of judge after they read, read the first one. Fun facts, uh, I did have another friend, um, one of my wife's friends, read 
um, the first volume, and I was going to record it with just me and her, and she didn't really like it. So we, I, I didn't. Two I out of three, though. Do it. Two the thing is, we, we, we even talked about almost airing that just because it is a different point of view. Someone that didn't like it, they could talk about why they didn't like it, but because they didn't like it, it kind of made, it, was, it wasn't a great feel, and that's kind of why we didn't, um, we didn't post that. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm sure, I'm almost positive that I've shown Liz, like, like how awesome look panels at before, and like, and I, like I've read her really funny parts. I think I actually read her the part with Mark having to go to the bathroom, like after he ate the alien food, oh, and like yeah, shitting yeah, yeah. on him, like oh my yeah. god, go down, and then like Eve and him talking about it, like I'm never gonna be able to look at you the same way, just because oh it was so gosh. funny. So she's had some. You know, she she knew, but yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's easy to pitch. Yeah, it's an easy, it is an easy comic to pitch, pitch, especially, yeah. you know, if you just tell people just to read the first arc or right. the first. You know, get to the punchline, yeah. get to the the fight with his dad. And Jen, Jen the um, girl that we had read it and didn't care for it, she read the whole first hardcover, oh, yeah. right? And so she, she was, got to that fight. That surprises me because yeah. I, I the way I tell people about Invincible is once you get to that point, you won't be able to put it down. And she got to that point, and she just still thought it was okay, and that really shocked me. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you obviously know. I mean, I, 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 that's when I became obsessed with the comic. That's what I feel like everybody became obsessed with the comic. Is yeah, that you have to be open to comics, though, too. Yeah, you can't think she, that that is a stupid thing, and, and I think that she maybe thought that just comics were mm-hmm. whatever. And Liz and Brittany have, you know... Some connection to comic books, and comic Brittany? book culture. Brittany, yeah, we talked about it on the first episode with her. Like she, you know, grew up kind of reading them. She loves, you know, you know, she loved Deadpool. Like she likes Marvel. She movies. likes she comic stuff, stuff. and yeah. she likes she. I think Daredevil um, on Netflix. Like yeah, she always she talks always about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Jen, uh, the other girl that we had try it out. She likes the Walking Dead show. She likes that kind of stuff, but she's never really been into comics or comic book movies or anything like that. So it just didn't work out. Mm. So yeah, otherwise. Pretty easy pitch, you know, and we have good friends, so. Um, oh, wait, what about the, he had another part to that email, where what oh, he I've doesn't want to, what he doesn't want to see is. Him leaving things open like, like that. Like, like, leave them ambiguous. Ex Machina. I didn't either. check it out. Isn't, have, that, isn't, isn't that uh, the uh, one that's becoming a movie with it, Scarlett Johansson? No. Ex Machina no, was Ex-Machina a movie, was and a it movie. was an amazing movie. I don't know if it's based the, on that, though. Uh, the the robot, yeah, yeah, in the, in the. They're underground. It. it was okay. insane. It was really that movie good. was so good. It had good. Poe in it. Yeah, we had, had Poe and Poe and fucking the the, the general. The, 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 the Republic will fucking ga ga ga. Blood vessel. We, had, we Bill, you and I have read Brian King Vaughn though. Do you remember? Yeah. Why the last man? Yeah, that was fucking great until it got like boring. It fell off a little bit. Yeah, they were talking about Shakespearean we plays and stuff. We never actually finished stuff. it. Though. No, we didn't. And. It's if, over. If these people who are listening have read Why the Last Man, I'm sure that they would be outraged at that. Because everybody I've talked to says, yells at me and tells me we have to finish it. Well, I'm sure the ending is great, but there's yeah. that part where it just kind of I've, falls that's off. My always, that's always my one book that I'm like, i got to go back to that. Mm-hmm. There has to be like an ultimate collection out there. It would be awesome. Like a well, there's, there's hardcovers. I think there's two different... But two even hardcovers. Hard we have, we have like like all, almost hardcovers. all of them, though. Like I've got... Yeah. All the one through yeah. seven, One through seven softcovers. Yeah. And mm-hmm. out of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I agree. I do. I really hope, you know, one thing that Kirkman has done best with Invincible is set up all these storylines and all these threads. 
it's going to be tough to tie them all up. And I'm really nervous that there's going to be something left untouched. And um, I'm hoping there's not. I, I don't think there's going to. I think there might be something like stupid things like not TJ, things your point, important. the little alien like that may have been something that he had on his mind. But like, I, it I, might not I'd be, be okay answered. if that was never touched. Right. I'm, but I'm talking about like like big things, like unanswered things, like yeah. like if there's some conflict with robot that's just like, is he get, like mm-hmm. if like the last page is like a twinkle in his eye, like, ooh, maybe he is going to take over Earth and like, yeah. you know, dominate it or something. But that, I mean. That's an ending that they have to a lot a lot of things to leave it open open ended. Yeah, and leaving it open ended. Like a and, twinkle in and, the eye, not that it's gonna be that, but would be a an ending. I wouldn't want that though because right. that's, no, that's I agree. like I, I want a like fucking answer. Don't, right. don't don't end it with like is robot gonna you know? Yeah. All right, um, and then the last email we got um, about you know what you'd want on your invincible bucket list is from um, friend of the show Mike Barrett. Uh, he wrote. And said, in regards to your question about what I want to see in the last issues of Invincible, um, and he put two things. One of them is a crossover event. I'd love to see the events of uh, the end of all things affect other series in the comic world, particularly Savage Dragon. Now, Dragon has appeared in multiple times in Invincible comics, and I'd love to see him on the ongoing series by Eric Larson um, in a six or 12 part crossover featuring other characters from the Invincible universe. Um, and then he also said in other comics, he wants to see. Um, uh, Kirkman has made it clear in the Invincible comics that there are multiple universes or dimensions of reality in existence. Kirkman even went so far as to have Invincible appear in the Marvel, DC, and Walking Dead universe during the fight with Angstrom Levy, not to mention the Marvel team-up comic that featured Invincible. Although I don't think it's possible or necessary, but how cool would it be as part of the final issues, a final fight, Kirkman's story saw the Marvel and DC universes collide with Invincible, and we saw Superman and the Hulk fighting alongside Omni-Man and Invincible to bring down Thrag and the Vultramate army. On a side note, bucket list item, where is Space Racer? So three where the things fuck here. is Space three Racer? Things, okay, first, Space Racer. Um, I looked that up. That was issue, I th- want to say 120. It was the last time we saw him. And, right before um, Reboot. And yeah, we discussed right before issues, We discussed this before and, and kind of what happened. And uh, he, we disagreed. Yes, so here, here's my updated and current theory on Space Racer. The last time we saw him, Thrag was like above him, about to attack. Space Racer was shooting pe- behind himself. And um, it looked bad for Space Racer. My theory is that, and this will kind of connect to my thoughts on this most recent issue, but my theory is that Thrag will make an appearance and at the end of an issue kill someone very important, such as a Nolan, with Space Racer's gun, and that's how we find out what happened to Space Racer. We don't need to see it. He killed Space Racer. There's no way he'd win in that fight. He killed Space Racer, he took his gun, and he has it as kind of like a backup plan. It's behind his cape. He could be you. But that wasn't, that wasn't your theory. Your theory, yeah, my theory was, was that he turned him. Yeah, uh, yeah, that Space Racer was working with Thrag. Yeah, I changed my mind. Oh, okay. And TJ, yep. you said that you don't care. If, I don't. If, you, I, if we ever hear about <laughs> Space I'll be Racer completely ever honest, again. I, I just don't. I, I disagree, and I, I think that I guess I more agree with your theory now. Um, is that yeah? I think I think he's dead. I think he's. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they didn't show him die, I think that there's pro- there's probably more to it. Maybe he's captured or something or mm-hmm. whatever. But I, I don't think that he's. I don't think the space racer is bad. Because space but racer again, is I, I, nothing I without I his gun. Care. So if they capture him and they have his gun, why keep him alive? He he knows about their plans. He knows about where they are. He knows about like I, I granted Thrag's talking to Oliver it's been right now. A but very, very long time. Is right. he the only one that can shoot the gun? That's. I was gonna ask you that. Like, I'm gonna look that up. Like, if I'm gonna look that up, we'll get back. We'll get back to you, everybody. I feel like on he that. is. 
I gotta check into that. I feel like he is. I would say that I'm pretty. That would change my theory. (laughs) I was. That's. I was gonna say that. I'm like, what if? And and I don't think that Thrag, because Voltramites are very like honorable. I don't think that he would use some alien fucking weapon to. Uh, I don't know. He's already been beat before. Is that the panic? No, I was gonna. I was hoping for like a, Do Re Egon kind of thing. No. Sorry. Ghostbusters. Um, Fuck you, TJ. Look at it. Looking at me like um, that. As far as him appearing in Savage Dragon, um, I know Savage Dragon has appeared in Invincible. The Vulture War. Um, and a couple times. Like he, clones, he was yeah, at, he clones, was at, clones, he was at yeah. the funeral. He was at the funeral of the Guardians of the Globe. Somebody, I, let me know. I don't know if do the events of the Invincible Universe affect the Savage Dragon Universe because I know that all the Invincible Universe tie-ins and stuff like that always affect each other, but. I don't know if that's more of a cameo or if it's actually in the same universe. So that I'm a little unsure on. Um, and then as far as him teaming up with like Marvel and DC, obviously that'd be amazing to see them all in the same universe and affecting each other. I don't really think but it would happen though. I think the, the only reason the only reason why it happened in the first place was because Robert Kirkman was writing Marvel team up at the time. He was writing like he did. I think the did first. Did those things actually happen? The first like five, not in the Invincible universe. No, but I mean, did they actually happen in like some sort of team up? Yeah, um, he wrote yeah. like he, I mean, Marvel Team Up was was an ongoing series, and he wrote like the first Invincible soft came cover from another dimension. graphic novel, yeah. the, the entire thing. Teamed up with Spider Man, and so then the, so that did actually happen. That did actually well. happen. Okay, all right. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Yep. You didn't know that Invincible's teamed up with Spider Man. I have that comic. Fight. It's very good. Hmm. Remember yeah. in my did it, leave, did it leave with Spider Man trying yeah. to like really in the web? Yeah. yeah. Huh. I'll uh, I'll bring it next time I see. I want to reread it too. It's been a while. It's it's very cool. It's very good. Is there anything else in there that we wanted to touch on? That's it. That's it for bucket list items. Remember, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Write in. Let us know your thoughts. um, If you have your bucket list items or anything that um, you want to add to the podcast, feel free to write in. Um, Remember, you can also find us or message us on Twitter, on Facebook. Um, We're all over the place. So now I guess we're going to jump right into the new issue, issue 130. Right off the bat, I feel like I should start reading the credit page a little bit because we never really bring this up. Like whenever a new um, colorist or, um, you know, anybody else, obviously this was written by Robert Kirkman, penciled and inked by Cory Walker, um, and Nathan Fairbairn, 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 Fairbairn is the colorist. Um, Russ Wooten is the letter. There's no R. Um, it's Fair Bairn. Yeah. No, you said Fair Bairn. Oh, I don't know. Bayern? But Nathan Fairbairn um, oh, right. just released a comic called Lake of Fire that looks awesome that I need to pick up. I haven't picked up yet. I have it held for me, but I've been Lake busy. Lake of Fire. Um, it's really hot. It's really hot. We just started this issue. Okay. So it starts with... So the cover. With... No, we got to talk oh, about the cover. the cover. Okay. I like the cover. I think the cover's awesome. Um... I like I love the tags on the little bo- on the bottom of the uh, comic. They started doing that with the, the you know the redesign of the covers. Isn't it the worst when su- when superheroes fight? Don't they ever fight villains anymore? Um, do you think this cover is a good representation of this issue? No. TJ says no. I agree with TJ and his no. His non-affirmative. His non-affirmative. Um, Bill, go ahead. How's it start? Mm-mm. Well, it starts with Brit uh, running in 
the flashback. Stupid face, stupid face. And the and the flashback that we kind of all talk. Well, I mean, it's it's. We do get a little bit of a flashback. A it's kind of like bit. the end of the war. Um, I actually think this is after the war, and this is not much of a flashback. Well, I think the rescue this is just the rescue. Yeah, I think buildings are still falling. Like this is just a, a, a damaged building that is falling. Well, no, but he's he's. This is all happening while he's telling Mark all the good. Yeah, I that think that's happened. kind of like. But that I think this is kind of kind of currently happening while he's talking to Mark. Okay, can I talk about Brit for just a second? Yeah, since go ahead. he's on the page. Sure. Okay, so he's got this big ass gun that's obviously on this harness, right, on his legs. Yeah. So he's not carrying the weight of the gun. Oh yeah. Brit's only superpower is that he's indestructible. Yes. Right. He's not, not super, super strong. Strength. Yeah. He, like it's all, so if I were to throw a punch at you as hard as I fucking could, like Brit punches aliens and stuff like that, and he hurts them, is it because he's indestructible and it's not hurting his hand? But because the it's force like, would only it would be a, a human as strong force. as his muscle. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm like always curious. Why is Brit even a thing? Like, well, he, I mean, if you're indestructible, I mean, that's like was it Luke Cage? Isn't Luke Cage? Yeah, I would be able Luke to, Cage is super but strong. But here's the thing: I would be able to punch you as hard as I could to the point where like my arm would break off. But it wouldn't break because you're but indestructible. But it wouldn't break because I'm indestructible. So does so it I hurt could, more? So, so, I could, so I could punch somebody harder so, than a normal human being, but I yeah. can still only I, punch you as as much as my muscles will allow me to. If TJ it I, still isn't that if much. If TJ and I can throw the same exact punch on you, Bill, but I have brass knuckles, is one going to hurt more? You don't have brass knuckles. It's not It's not a brass no, knuckle. But, he but he's indestructible. Does that mean that he is that... Is that his? That he's that dense. So, so that's my point. Because if you have like a steel pipe around mm-hmm. your arm with an end on it, because it would be like being hit with steel, because it's indestructible. Saying. That would hurt more than if I were hit with your fist, because your that's fist gives and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, I, I think that that's because a bad representation. Muscles, okay, um, his muscles are indestructible. Wolverine, his... Wolverine can be hurt, but he's got metal underneath his skin. So when he punches somebody, he still feels it. Wolverine has super strength. Wolverine no, does not doesn't. have yes, super he does. strength. He can, no, he, throw, he can put a fucking claw through a guy and then throw that guy over him. Because he's very uh, strong. Yeah, but he's, he's I don't not, think he has super strength. He doesn't have super strength. His only power is that so he So anyone that's super strong, like, 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 I don't know. Captain America. No, Captain America has super strength. Yeah. So does Wolverine. I just said that Wolverine has super strength. Oh, no, no, he doesn't. Wolverine does not have super strength. No, he's just Wolverine strong. does not have super strength. No, his so. only power is that he can, has healing ability. Healing ability. All right. But what I was going to say was his punch is still going to fucking hurt because it's metal underneath it, right. but he can still feel it. Right. Brit Brit can only punch you as, as hard as his muscles, as a human muscles will allow, mm-hmm. which I still feel isn't really that much in comparison to all the other heroes but in the world. This is but a his... good discussion to put a pin in. Um, to to talk about during our Brit episode, okay. which me and you, Bill, have coming up. We yes. have to do our Brit episode. Yeah, we soon. do. So I, I, but I, but to my point, it yeah. makes sense to throw him into a collapsing building because once it collapses, because he, he's, he's fine. He's, he's fine. He's just yeah. gonna be like, just so you're saying you like this? Out. Yeah, I do. Okay, yeah, couldn't I do. tell where you were going with that. <laughs> um, TJ, uh, I know you listen to the Game Over Greggy show, um, which is a, a YouTube show on kind of funny. They do. Um, just various topics, and one of the topics they talked about was GI Joes. Yeah, and they um, went through all the toys. Yeah, and one of them was a medic named Lifeline. Mm. So if there's a GI Joe fan out there, I didn't really watch GI Joes or anything when I was little, but um, one of them was Lifeline, and he's all red and white and like gray. And now this giant gun that he's carrying, that is very much a medic kind oh. of thing, is called Lifeline. And it says Lifeline on it. it why, Lifeline, why even put on that on there? Why put I mean. the extra? So I wonder if this was a GI Joe nod. 
Probably was. Probably. Yeah. But I thought it was very interesting that that episode of that YouTube video that I watched happened like the week this came out. So I was able to make that connection. All right. Um, wow. That was only the first page. Uh, so Britt is going in through a building and attacking, not attacking, saving people with this gun that just shoots and like explodes on them and kind of encapsulates them so they're protected from a building collapsing. It's pretty cool it concept. Cool. It's I a like cool that. idea. But it shows uh, fucking page uh, one, two, three, four, five, Wolfman and the Wolf Clan. Yep. But uh, before that, we saw Immortal. Immortal. We saw yep. the capes. Yeah, um, and Tech Jacket is there. Yep. So this is the first time we've seen these people. These yep. people are confirmed alive. Alive. Since the, the five-year. Uh, the twins. The Mahler twins. Mahler twins. Uh, it, Monster, Girl Monster Girl is right there in the background, too. Mo- Monax. And her son. Her son, Monax. Or his son, depending on how you... <laughs> Monster Girl's son. His son, yeah. So it was cool getting to see all of the heroes. Um, we haven't seen them... Um, in a while. Uh, the last time we saw them was when um, they split up. Britt and uh, like Angel and Kaboomerang and everything went to work with Robot. And um, a few of the heroes um, stayed behind. Um, and those were Monster Girl, Monax, Immortal, Duplicate, Best Tiger, Outrun, and D.A. Sinclair. So those are the ones that were kind of the rebellion to, um, to Robot. And, and which he- one of them is right here? Monster Girl. That's Monster Girl and Monax. Yeah. Person. Um, but he even mentions, I mean, Rex says... That they come... Yeah. They come back. There are some that rebel and then... Yeah, there are still a few holdouts, but they don't interfere. They keep to, they keep their distance. And in the case of Monster Girl and Monax, they even pitch in and help when needed. So, this is pretty much just saying that things are right where we left them. Yeah, pretty much. Like, nothing has changed. Kind of like what Robot has said, I think... 5,000 times where, like, what I'm doing is good. What I'm doing is good. He's what driving I'm doing the point is good. As we're, as we're this point in the comic, I'll share my feelings of this, is that I feel like I need some story progression on Earth. Yeah. Not necessarily an ending to this, because I'm not sure if there's going to be a, a legit ending when it comes to this kind of, like, robot taking over and things like that, but I need some kind of progression, because it's just kind of... I don't know if there's going to be. I think this might be the end of the Earth thread no, no. In i think 12 think issues so? no. think 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 we were where we were at 15 issues ago think of that we so, were, what was that like one, so you think earth there's still like 115 you think there's still story to be had on earth oh my god with robot yes, so. with the oh i guess the vulture myself yeah, and we'll get yeah, but and we'll get into why years old. i think we'll get into why as we keep going, because I have right. a theory coming up. Um, in Robot's speech, one thing that he mentions is that 1,513 people died during this war with the technicians. And in the previous issue, he says that this was a war unlike anything they'd ever seen. Um, I looked up some stats. 1,513 people. Uh, 75 million died in World War II. 17 million died in World War I. 800,000 died in Vietnam War. And nearly double what died in the technician war um, died in the 9-11 attacks. So only 1,513 people. And I know Rex... In, oh, in the world. In the world. But he world. says that this was, like, bigger than he'd ever seen. Why? Well, yeah. from a destructive to, standpoint. From yeah. what a destructive standpoint. Why do you think that this is the end of what we saw a couple issues ago? The ending of the war that we saw a couple issues ago? Why, uh, why, why are you guys thinking that um, this was a flashback? You're saying I don't. This, I, don't. I don't either. The, the, these images uh, that we see of all the heroes are just them helping rebuild after the war. Right, right. 
I don't think that it was like the end of the war. I think it was just. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if this, this is technically that that same thing. I think that this it's is just random acts of kindness. When he like, no, when he's talking true. about the one thousand, however many people that died, I don't think that that was the war that he was that we saw a couple issues ago. Oh no, this a is definitely, thousand, no, a this thousand is, people though. But we've we've seen more than that in Invincible. So why is he saying that this is unlike anything we've ever seen when we have seen this before? We have seen worse than this. I know. He was so saying, why would he say that? He said two issues or last issue to Nolan that this was unlike anything we'd ever seen. This war with the technicians, what they've done, will set us back by generations, is what he said. Um, and then at the beginning of this, he says, "You know, do you know how many people died in this invasion attempt by the, the technicians? By the technicians, one thousand five hundred and thirteen worldwide." So, yeah, he's just saying that this. I is, don't think there's any. You're question. saying that this is that this is a small part of a bigger piece. No. I'm saying that it's. I'm just pointing out the fact that like it's amazing what Robot has accomplished. It is amazing that, even though it sucks, and it, he even says so. Like it, he's not saying in light of those 1,500 people that, you know, this it was an accomplishment that that few actually died in something that was what he considered the biggest, you know, event to happen that they, that he had ever seen. Like we've seen the Vulturemite War, we've seen Conquest, we've seen Dinosaurus's attack. I know, but I guess my question is. Why would he say only a thousand people have died and this is the worst thing we've ever seen? Worst in like the worst level invasion and the worst level of destruction. Like he's saying there is a lot of That's destruction. That's gonna set them back generations. Yeah, not not in death toll, but in like cities level. Yeah, I think like, in destruction. Yeah. I think that that's just showing how much destruction they caused and how many people they saved. Like that's just showing how much of a hero he is, is what he's boasting right here. Is that they actually pulled it off. So so then we get um, we get uh, Mark not really buying it. Um, he wants to talk with Nolan up in space. So they fly up into space and have a long discussion, which was a little funny seeing so many pages without their mouths. Like so much dialogue with closed mouths. I found that a little odd. And I know we've seen it before in issues and stuff like that. Maybe, it's just, maybe it's just because we haven't seen a space conversation in a while. But you're looking at a picture. I know. But normally their mouth, like look at the like... The, the robot talking, like, or anything else. Oh, his maybe mouth not is this a little one. bit open. Well, no, no, you don't no, even no, see no, no, Ryan. No, Ryan. No, it is. His mouth is open. Okay, maybe it's just this, the, the, more this image, Bill, which I know you want to talk about. <laughs> the high pants? That's actually not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about this conversation so hard. Go for it. Okay. I, I feel like I talked about it on a podcast. I did. I did during the technician war, and I said, how do we know... Because the last time we saw the technicians, the only person who fucking knew about yes. them was Robot. Yes. And how do we know that he didn't make them come and and destroy all this stuff exactly? How did the, how did they know about the dimension? How did they come here? I had this theory, and Mark literally spelled it out exactly yeah. how I talked yep. about it. He did it for power. He did it to get more people on his side. Like how how? Let me see what where else? What did he? Because he doesn't say want exactly? to be president. He wants to be the king. He, wants uh, to. Right. he said exactly, uh, son, you sound insane. He said, do I? He just told me that the outcome of them invading was to get more heroes on his side, and he's gone public now, and everyone loves him. Why? Because, uh, because of how this invasion proved him right and how capable he is. And then he also said... He says, how can you... Aren't you suspicious of him at all? And he said, no, I'm not. And then Mark says, how can you not be? You say... These people attacked from another dimension. How did they find their way here? Could Rex have brought them here? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That, yeah, I didn't start at the top of that page, and I should have. But that's, ex- that's, that's 
So, in my opinion, I am the most like Mark. <laughs> I think... You I, immediately jumped to that conclusion, yeah. Yeah. I think that, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I feel I'm the same way, and I think that most people are. I mean, we've been reading this comic from Mark's perspective this entire time, so it's hard not to take... His side. His, uh, yeah, his perspective on things, because that's all we've ever gotten. I mean, Ryan, are you... Do you... I mean, you, I know that you've always thought kind of been more on the side of maybe this is a good thing for a robot, but do, do you really think that this is a, a good thing or that or that robot's doing good I, things or do you think there's something we, more malicious? If we would have had this conversation a year ago, and you might even be able to go back in one of our we had first it a couple episodes, months ago. Yeah. Like, you know, I think writing-wise at the time, robot doing those things he did, I think that he had the Earth's best intentions in mind. I think that um, there's still a chance... For him, I think there's still a chance that he might not be a villain. Um, I think Mark spelling out exactly what our fears were, you know, like what you brought mm-hmm. up, Bill. I don't know what that means. Does that mean that that's Kirkman saying, hey, you know, now now that I've said it, is that not what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Or is yeah. that, or is it now um, going to be a point in which, oh, Mark was right. He will, he that always, is what happened. He always has an and interesting... And I have a feeling that is what's going to happen. I have a feeling that, yes, Robot is going to ultimately do something. But I don't know. But Kirk, don't know. Kirkman has a way of making, of, of putting our thoughts on the page of, like, the obvious outcome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to, to be like, yeah, I know what you guys are thinking. Like, I'm thinking yeah. it too, and yeah. everyone else in the world is thinking it because it's obvious, but maybe it's not obvious. I always, whenever we talk about Robot. I always come back to the same uh, quote from Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, where <laughs> Dr. Horrible says, destroying the status quo because the status is not quo. The world is a mess, and I just need to rule it. <laughs> that is a great quote. I never yeah. thought of that before. I always think about that whenever we talk about ruling the world. Um, but that quote, I mean, it's, yeah. it's the same thing. Just because it's a mess doesn't mean, like, what makes you think you're going to make it better? And he has made it better, but has, has he taken the... Um, what's the word? Uh, has he gone too far? Yeah. Has I, he stepped, I, has he crossed uh, the line has, has into he, a selfish... Has he, has he done it immorally? I I want to go yeah. back and and reread the uh, the issues with um, Robot and Amanda, Monster Girl, in the Flaxon Dimension. Um, because there's a lot there with, I mean, at the time we were kind of bored, but there is a lot there between not just their relationship... Because, you know, after that, we were like, oh, what happened in that dimension to mess up their relationship? Why aren't they talking? And then we found out that Monax came out of that and everything. But there's a lot there that has to do with him ruling. That's where he got his inspiration from? Yeah. But if you think about it, I was thinking about that too, Ryan. But in the the issue where uh, Invincible went into the other dimension, where Monster Girl was huge and a baby and stuff like that, and he finds... What's the the monster little fucking tube thing's name? What's its name? Rudy. Rudy. Um, and he's like, I'm going to tell you something. Oh, no, that was in the that was yeah, in Reboot. Yeah, that was in Reboot. That was yeah. in Reboot. And he's like, I'm going to tell you something that only I would know. and That, I, that you wouldn't know. Yeah. Right, and he told him about that. He, he told basically him about, he said told him about his plan to take over and do yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, he basically said he feels as though, and, and I might be wrong at this, but I remember him saying something along the lines of he might not, he fears he might not share a, a real human connection, and he might overstep himself and go too far. Right, So, but he had those ideas in his head way before he went yes, out to the flex, yes. flex on dimension. So I don't think, I think that it's, it's just ingrained in robot. But if you think about it, like, even if he did, and I hate this, I hate this so much because I fucking hate robot at this point. I want him to be the bad guy. Even if robot did bring the technicians to this dimension, 
only a thousand people died. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I like, know. He's done. Like, like, can... I mean, and not only, like, I remember after Robot did this, we got that issue of um, William, mm-hmm. who we haven't seen in forever. William saying, you Defending know. Defending him. Yeah, saying yeah. everything's great. Mm-hmm. Crime is down. Everybody's happy. Health is better. Like, But if they, he did bring them here, then it even would only it, be like, to prove a point. Longer. Right, and then that's what's going to happen. So how many would have died if he hadn't brought them here? Right. But that's what's going to happen because Kirkman has a way of doing this. I, this is exactly what's going to happen. I This is my prediction then for maybe the next issue or maybe two is that Mark's going to maybe confront him or maybe Nolan is because he's starting to think like, ooh, Mark think, had a point. I think, and, and Robot's going to be like, you know what? He's going to be like, I did bring the technicians, but only a thousand people died. Here's what I think. I think He's going to admit it. And that's going to be the end of it. That's going to be the I, end of it. What I think is because it was addressed, now that it has been addressed uh, and Mark brought it up, I don't think that he brought them here. I think that there's a reason, and it's going to be um, brought up, but the, I would have agreed agreed with you. I actually think I did agree with you, but now I think I disagree. I think that someone else brought them here be, just because of the fact that Mark brought it to our attention already. Yeah, but that's Angstrom's saying, headless like, body. Is that what you're hoping for? Angstrom. You're hoping for Angstrom right now. I'm, I always am <laughs> hoping for Angstrom <laughs> Levy to come back. A flying head like he has. Or, like, like, or, or Rex blowed his back and he's evil. <laughs> that would be fucking I'll insane. I mention Rex. Um, I think... Um, uh, I think that it wasn't by accident that we got to see that one issue that started with, you know, Nolan holding up the technician and Robot telling him, kill him. You know, look what he's done. You have to kill him. That shows, that plus this conversation with Mark, that shows Nolan's um, loyalty loyalty to, yeah. to Robot. I mean, to Rex. I mean, that's, I think that's going to be his downfall. If Rex is bad, if he is bad, that's his downfall. Something's going to happen because... There's going to be a moment in which, yeah, TJ, like you said, Robot's going to say, yeah, I, I brought them here. Why? And, and no one's going to be have that realization that, oh, shit, Mark was right. And I think by then it might be too late for Nolan. Why? But, I mean, right, right, Robot would have a rebuttal, and he'd be like, oh, but look what I've done, and look at this, and, oh, this, and, this. and then and a lot of people would be like, oh, look, okay, I guess I understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, they always are. Robot always has a rebuttal to make it look like what he did was for the best. Always. Right. Right, and, and to, to put the nail in the coffin, why would Robot insist on a technician being killed if it was the last technician? Maybe because the technician could have talked and been like, dude, Robot fucking brought me here. Oh, I don't like, know. I don't know. I think if anything, if I don't think Robot's that dumb. I think if anything, he opened up the portal without telling them it was yeah. him. But I don't think Nolan is that simple-minded. I five think, years. Five years of think, proof. But I don't think he's that... I think that if Nolan, like Mark, mm-hmm. were to find out something that rubbed him the wrong way, he would do something about it, or he wouldn't side with Robot just because he's loyal to him now. Do you believe that Robot is good or bad? I f- he's bad. Okay, dude. so... He's going to okay, be bad. So he's bad, if, but I want him to be But good. listen, if Nolan... No, it's the opposite of how I feel. Sorry. If Nolan is trusting him, don't you think he's a little simple-minded? If no. you believe that Robot is bad and Nolan trusts him, you're calling him no, a little... No, because like Mark... He's not we, questioning it the way you are. Because like Mark, we have not been on Earth for five years experiencing this, this like, unmatched... So pocket. you're saying Robot could be good because you haven't been on I'm, Earth What I'm for saying years. is that he could be, he could be, but I don't <laughs> want him to so, be. I want right. him to, to fucking be the villain and be I, bad. I, yeah, so I, do I. I, yeah. I pulled up the, the quote from Robot that he said to um, Mark in Reboot in the first issue of Reboot, because I, I, I wanted to read it. And um, it is, uh, Robot says, I never wanted you to find out about what I really was. Some of that was because I worried you'd treat me differently. The truth is, I don't relate to people on a normal level. This is something I'm actually, I'm, I'm acutely aware of, aware of. That scares me. 
because I worry I'm going to make a decision, do something that I feel is the right thing to do, but my lack of humanity is going to cloud my judgment, allowing me to do something very bad. Which he already did. His lack of humanity. So he's that's he's referring to, to he, I think he's referring to what he already did. Mm-hmm. Without knowing it, obviously. Yeah. So, all right. After that, Mark decides to leave Earth again. And, in quotes, leave. Because every time he leaves Earth, he says the word leave. Because the immortal said, you know, I haven't seen you since you left Earth with He's your ta- family. You're talking about the future um, issue yeah, that we saw. Yeah, where immortal says that. And then when the first time Mark set, tells Eve, they, I think we should leave it. And then right here, he says, that's why we need to leave it, or I'm going to leave, you know. Um, and then Eve's all on board. She's ready to leave, too. Um, nothing really happens. Nothing really happens. I mean, more cute Tara. Kara, Tara, she's so cute. Um, but I did more, not like... more cute Tara. I think that that's something it's a sign. That, yeah. that's... Yeah. Yeah, and then, oh, something we're going to talk come about. Come on, Kirkman, don't something, do that something, to me. Something I, that's a theory I have. You're right. When they're packing up to, to leave, we get... I didn't like this line. This is from Debbie. Debbie says, you guys are the worst. I'm surprised you stayed, stayed as long as you did. Glad you're, glad you're alive, son. I'll miss you the most, Button. Like, that. all three of those were really... Weird. Like, weird wording, like written weird. I, I read like, it a bunch of times. I'm surprised too. you stayed as long as you did. That's that's not very nice. Like it sounds like she's being sarcastic and then glad you're alive, son. Like, thanks. Like, me too? Oh, uh, she's saying I, I'll miss you the most button talking to Tara. And, and yes, but at first you don't know. And then it's like, oh, oh, I, and then don't call me that, call me Penelope Pancake, which yeah, is th- cute. I think she's speaking in like like sarcasm, like, glad you're alive, son. See you in another yeah, five so I think, years. I think what it's meant to be is like, you haven't called your mom in a while. Right. Hey, just call to make sure you're still alive. But it's poorly written. It's just, it, it felt awkward. It, it right is, there. it's poorly written, because I read it a bunch, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? Who is she talking to? I and felt then, the same way. And then Mark leaving with saying, please keep an eye on Rex. I think, I don't think Mark is going to see Nolan again before Nolan realizes what what has happened? That's my prediction on that. Wait, say that again. I think Robot is going to do something or say something to Nolan, and Nolan is going to realize that Mark was right before Mark sees him again. There is... Oh, okay. So then the next time that they meet, they're going to be on the same side. I know we or haven't really... I know we haven't or really... Nolan's going to die? I don't know. There's no I, way Robot's going to fucking I, kill. I know that we haven't really talked about how we think things are going to end. But my theory on how things are going to end plays plays a major part in this conversation. I think no one's going to die. Yeah. I think that he's going to uh, somehow. And it's it's gonna as as a as it relates to this story, it, it, the ending isn't going to be good for him. And I think that Invincible is going to leave Earth with his with his family, taking Nolan's place in the Vulturemite army, mm-hmm. and he's not going to be on Earth anymore. Yeah. Because because uh, Immortal says in that future issue, in that future, just drop the mic. You know, no 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 no. Drop that shit. Oh. Immortal says in that future issue. Ooh. Jesus. <laughs> in the future issue, Immortal says, you know, I haven't seen you since you left Earth with your family. And he said that you were, well, he's screaming at Mark. He says, you were the leader of the Vulturemite. You know, he, he says that to him. After so, he left. Before he, like, he, Immortal knew Mark as the leader of the Vulturemites. As he left again. Either way. He's like, when you left Earth the last time I saw you, well, yeah. you were the leader I'm assuming of the Mark's, Mark's going to go back to Earth for the 12th part. We're, I think we're going to see Earth again. So, oh, yeah. so, then what right. you're, so then what you're saying is that 
Mark he has he has to I think that he's going to dethrone robot and then leave immortal in charge yeah. and then leave earth as the vulturemite leader yeah, in the very end but right now as as far as uh, the pieces that I have are no one's not going to survive mark is going to become the leader and mark is going to leave earth Finally, mm-hmm. with his family, and like, you apparently think Tara's gonna die. Uh, no, I don't think that so Tara's gonna, gonna die. But that, they're gonna they're gonna fuck with you. Yes. They're gonna make you think she's going to die. She's gonna get kidnapped. Something's gonna happen. Our, one of our friends, Matt, he is convinced she's going to die brutally because that's what Kirkman does. He makes you fall in love with someone, and then he takes them away. And we are in love. Yes, everybody, I think, yes. right now that's listening. But that is, is the most Kirkman Tara. thing to do would be to not kill her. <laughs> but would it be because now we're thinking? Now we're speaking out loud, and he Dad, said, that. "He heard me." Yep, now he's going to do the opposite of that, which is what he originally was going to do. Yeah. So I don't think she's going to die. I am so torn about all of this because uh, ro- what Robot is doing, I-, I think that Earth should end. Because, it will, but it can't yet. Because Robot, what he did, it's like it's an ending. Like, it's wrapped up with a pretty bow on it. You it know what I mean? Minus is, what, right. minus what Unless what he's said. a villain. Unless he's going to do something. But he's not. He already could have. No one said but he could have taken okay, over. Here's the, like, here's, the reason why I want progression is because, like, if Mark were to come down to um, Robot's, you know, uh, um, way of thinking and be like, oh, you know what, you're right, you have made it uh, a lot better. They shake hands and he leaves Earth. I feel like it was all for nothing. Like I, I, I don't. I, really. I, I need. I need like a climax to that, to that storyline. I need something to happen. Something probably will, but it's it will be the wrong thing. Like the last three years of our lives, it seems like it's been like the last. Mark is not two smart. Years. Mark is not smart, and he is also selfish, and he thinks about his family first. Now, now something obviously. major has to happen to get him to into. Uh, robot's way of thinking. Something has to happen. What I'm saying is that Mark obviously has made poor choices in the past, like the blue ribbon thing that said, because of the decision that you made, trillions of people are going to die. Millions of people. It's going to be the end of the fucking world. The universe. The end of all things. What I'm saying is that what Robot is doing right now, if left alone, would be perfect. Yes. But but Mark is going to intervene selfishly and and give us that climax that we want, which is going to happen, and he's going to ruin everything, which is going to lead to the that immortal thing. But, but no, if, why if would he do Mark it? Mark was wrong. If, but the thing is, something would have to happen in order for the, him to do that. He brought the technicians because that. But that's something that would happen, though. I, you're saying you're saying that when you said that you want it, it's it's wrapped up with a pretty bow. I don't. I want it to just end. I'm saying that it can't end yet because something has to happen. And if the, the if he brought the technicians, then I would be satisfied because that would be something happened. That would be something happening. It would be a story progression. Right. But it can't end the way it is now because if it did, it would be all, all be for nothing. And yeah. he what would wouldn't, be for nothing? Uh, the all past like, tw- all this, like 12 like, issues. Like, not only that, but like Mark, saying, Mark, like Mark wouldn't intervene because Mark right now is, is saying, you know what, you guys want to live that way, that's fine. I just don't want to have any part in it. And then he's leaving Earth because of it. he doesn't want to intervene right now. This would be kind of like what Ben was saying, the, uh, the listener who wrote in. Like, if we left it at this, this would be kind of like that thread of, was robot doing a long-standing scheme? Like, he's playing chess. Like, you've talked about that before. Like, he mm-hmm. plays the long game. Like this is we a five-year-long game. I'm kind of siding. He I'm not. Was in I'm not taking flex on dimension for thousands of years. Yeah, yeah, they lived for thousands of years there. So, but I, I, okay. So what you're saying is that is that an end, an actual end, because cr- stuff on Earth has been fucking crazy for the past 13 years, right? Like stuff with Robot, him fucking killing all the heroes, the Guardians, like all that stuff, killing Cecil. That's all climactic, right? And then the end to that series would... Guess what? He was right. He was right. Peace. 
That's the end. I almost feel like, like you, you I could always hope I'd for more. I'd be with that, but you know, I, you, I need something. I, I agree. Right. I, I wish that would be the ending. I wish that is. But we have so much more, and I feel like we almost got that ending. We got that. We got that, you know, that year of peace where he was right. And but it there's more. There's it wouldn't make more. sense with the uh, the future issue that we saw. Right. But what I'm saying is that it, if left alone right now, it would be perfect. But Mark is going to selfishly intervene. I love the idea. Okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let's say let's say the um, they were brought here by by robot. The technician. Do you think it's a selfish thing for uh, for Mark to intervene? Are yes. you still saying it's selfish? I because he's, he's, he killed a thousand plus people just to prove a point. Mark did it with fucking Dinosaurus. He did it with Dinosaurus. He flooded. Mark didn't and, do that. And Mark, yeah, that had he to, was Mark a part of it. No, he and wasn't. Cecil even said, you realize what you've done, right? And he says, yes, I do. Because I just read, I just flipped through it and read mm-hmm. it again. Like, he killed way more people than Robot killed. He tried to stop Dinosaurus when he did that. But, you know, that was after they had broken up. They were working together. Then they stopped working together. And then he showed back up after, you know... Dinosaurs healed after getting attacked by. But by doing by but by inaction, but he yes. then allowed it to happen. Yeah, he was okay with dinosaurs and everything. And yes, he was saying like that was the same thing you're doing. And Robot even says that he was like, "Yeah, you did. This it. is what you did with dinosaurs. You were trying to, you know, make drastic changes mm-hmm. for the better of everybody." But so maybe not selfish, just not like letting his emotion. Mark has let his emotion get to him before. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hmm. And lots. Well, what do you say, you guys? Do you want to move on? <laughs> I know we could talk about Robot forever. Um, do you want to go into the next thing? TJ? You good? Uh, yeah, fucking Thrag. Let's talk about him. And Oliver? And Ollie. Uh, all right. So, what is Al- Oliver doing? He is so is he, on our side. Is he, he now is this so was, on yeah, our side. But now we get back to Kirkman's writing. Is this being like, oh, okay, yeah, he's definitely a double agent. But if he wasn't... If you knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, Bill, like Kirkman called you up and said, hey, he's definitely bad, and you read that scene, it still works. It, it still work. applies. But I feel like if I was writing the story, I would wait for a more climactic way to, to do that. I think that maybe like have them have the altercation and then Mark and them be like, what the fuck, Oliver? And then, oh, it turns out they were in, they were, you know, he was good the whole time and they knew about it. Yeah. How did Thrag find, find out. out about where Mark is? Yes, that's what I was going to bring up. The only way that he would be able to I is, think is they traded. In, I think they traded information. I think Thrag said, all right, you want to know where mm. I'm located? Where's your brother? Yeah, that's good. But why would Oliver, why would he need to know if he's trying to help the, the Empire, the Vultramite Empire, why would, he want, why would he want to know where, where he Thrag is? is? And There's Thrag a- brought up a good point. He's like, but I don't know, I don't see... Because why you would ever need to know my location. Because three pages from now, we're going to jump ahead a little bit, because three pages from now, Alan is in physical therapy and he's walking. He has a servant come up and says, lastly, mm. that other thing, it's done. What yeah. I think Alan and Oliver are working together. Alan, or Oliver just gave Alan Thrag's location. Alan because, because just gave Oliver, Oliver just Thrag's... Gave, no, Oliver just gave Alan. Oliver just gave Alan... Thrag's location. And and why aren't they warning Mark Mark then? I think well because the issue because we don't know. Like, I, have, I, have, I, have, I have a different I have a different theory. 
I have, my other theory ours is, is probably the same. I, I think hate that, you for saying it first. The, but I've been an advocate for this forever. Is I've uh, I keep <sighs> I keep saying that Alan is too fucking strong. I hate you. Imagine if he was evil. No, I hate you. He's way too strong, and I've been saying this for how long? This kind of proves it. We can't. No, we can't have two characters. That Why? would suck if Oliver is the red herring. Like, oh, maybe he's bad, but really it's Oliver, or Alan Oliver, the whole time. Oliver and Alan are working together. Oh Be- no, and, I couldn't handle that. And, and Alan, knowing that Mark is not going to fight on his side, is like, you know what? If it's not going to help us, then I might as well just give Mark up. If it's if that if if allowing Thrag to kill Mark and thinking uh, that he no. has the upper hand is going to help us. In the long run, we might as well just tell him where Mark is because he's not going to help us. Anyways. I can see it, but I don't like it. Because they've had a conversation. Mm-hmm. You can even see on Alan's face. Yeah. He's, look at look at the look on his face. Look at the tired. Like he's like, I have to make hard decisions. <laughs> Which, by the way, I called that. He has stone skin now. You think that's staying? I think that's staying. It's clearly staying. I think that's absolutely what he's going to look like now. I think he's going to have those kind of stone-looking could go ridges away. on him. I don't know. Could go away. <laughs> Um, but back it up a little bit. Um, we get to see um, Mark and Eve and Tara have a little conversation back on their little private getaway planet. Um, Mark basically flat out says, let's stay. Let's, let's hide. Let's just stay. I want to hide. Which I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. He's kind of, like, after everything he's been through, like, we, I mean, I keep seeing online and people's comments and everything, like, he's been put through so much. You know what I mean? Um... You can't really blame him for hanging out there and wanting to hide. And Eve's just kind of like, all right, you know. Wouldn't you want to? Like, yeah. if, you, if you were a superhero, that just because you had those powers doesn't mean you have to use them all the time to, yeah. like, fight every single war that was going on. I don't blame him. I don't think it's, I like I liked Eve swearing and Tara calling her out again. You know, mm. Tara being very cute. Making us love her. Here's, here's, I'll go into what my predictions are. I'm, first of all... Do we want I, to do the last two pages? Uh, yeah, we could we could do that. First of all, it's cool that that oh that is the last two pages. So Thrag is uh going through and he's, he's fighting the Ragnars. He's, yeah, he's fighting the Ragnars and he's um kind of teaching them. He's saying you know use your strength against them and do this and do that. Uh, then Anand comes in, puts the or excuse me, someone comes in, puts the cloak on him. You go to the very last page, and um, Ursul says, "How may we serve you, Father?" And then he says, Anan, Ursul, I have learned the location of a rogue Vultramite, defenseless and on his own. I want you to kill Mark Grayson. This is why I cannot wait for the next issue, is because Thrag did not say, we are going to kill them. He's sending the them. The next one yeah. is going to be like the two kids like fight. That's going to be an insane fight. And another prediction I have, in this fight, we are going to find out, my prediction... We're going to find out what her power is. What? Uh, no. Yes. What, what is power? Um, no. What's oh, her name? Tara's? Yeah. What Tara's power is? Mm-mm. Yes. No. New new final issue prediction. No, we're not going to know till the end of the series if she even makes it. I disagree. No, I don't I think d- we're going to find out for a long time. I know why Mark's going to put the costume on again. Why? These two things are going to are these two Ursula and, and uh-huh. Anin are going to go to this planet and try to kill Mark. Uh huh. Anin. We know. Yeah, is, the, the is unhinged one. The unhinged one. He's going to kill Terra. Mark is going to go apeshit. That is absolutely... And join the war. That's what's going to get him back to... He has nothing to live for. Eve might even die. Why yeah. does that have to happen in Otley's run? Why can't that happen now? So, so, 
We have another email. My brother wrote in, actually, and said, Longtime listener, first-time emailer. <laughs> he said, I just finished issue 130 and wanted to give my thoughts. It seems that Mark's plan is to try and alienate him and his family from everyone. Obviously, this isn't going to happen. The situation is too personal for that to work. And why would you go in the middle of nowhere? If Thrag is going to do something, Mark is just going to give him the perfect opportunity. As we saw at the end, he's sending Thing 1 and Thing 2 to kill him already. There's nobody there to assist in an attack. He should be on Telescria or somewhere populated. If I were Thrag, I would kidnap Terra. I think that would give Mark the incentive he needs to end Thrag once and for all. What are you guys' thoughts? I, I think that he's not going to kidnap Terra. I think Terra's going to die. And I, I, I hope it doesn't happen because I, she's so cute. But she's been so cute every single issue that she's in. And I, I think... I don't know. I, I think that they're going to show up. I kind of almost think the opposite of you. Almost the exact opposite. I think they're both going to show up. They're going to attack... Tara or Eve and Mark is going to snap and kill one of them probably Anan instantly because Anan was threatening Tara and mm-hmm. he's just going to rip him in half or something Ursel's going to be like holy shit he just ripped my brother in half and then take off like then all of a sudden Mark knows he's a part of Mark this knows war. he's a part of this yeah. he knows his location has been compromised which means there's somebody giving thir- uh, Thrag information suddenly he's back in it and we don't have to kill Terra. We don't have to kill Eve. We don't have to do that yet. Which is going to lead to him going to Telescra, Telestria, Telescria, and saying, "Who, who the fuck? How did he know yeah. that I was there, Oliver?" And then he's going to look to Oliver and Alan. And Alan. Alan. Yeah, uh, that's and, that. Alan. That is what I think is happening. I don't think they're going to actually kill or kidnap Terra. Kidnapping Terra would be ridiculous. Kidnap, but he's but then again, Greg does say the location of a rogue vulture might defenseless and on his own. Kill him. Yes. Don't bring but him in. They also said he's on his own. Don't don't try to kidnap somebody to yeah. to make him mad. Just kill him. Do whatever you have to do to fucking kill him. If they if if even they can't take him if, out. Mark if, held his own against Thrag. Right. Yeah, but I'm saying got beat up. But they they can't. But I'm saying if if there's one thing that they're gonna do, they're not gonna kidnap Tara. For what? To to make Mark what? No, they're just gonna kill yeah. everyone that's in his in their yeah. way to get to yeah. Mark and kill him. Yeah. I know. Do you know? TJ, didn't you have a theory about whether or not Tara was going to die in the next issue or something like that? You did. You said there's a reason why... No, no, you said there's a reason why she's being so cute. Was it me? I, no, I said I said that there was a reason why she was why they're showing so, so much of her. It, yes. It, it, it's very cute, but... Um, yeah, I, like I said, I, I think I don't think that she's actually going to die. I think that she's gonna they're, they're gonna yeah they're gonna play with that emotion though. They're gonna she's mm-hmm. gonna get kidnapped. She's gonna something is gonna happen, and um, hmm. I think that you know it's possible that she might die. But I feel like that that's oh you know Invincible has a daughter now. Like the first thing you think of is she's her life is in danger. She's small. She's defenseless. Yeah, um, Bill, you have our final email for the episode. All right, kind of a... Okay, so this is from Niall, who I think wrote a couple times. He's a, I, think oh, yeah. he's, I think he's insisted he's the, on being on twice every episode. Yeah, <laughs> this would be twice, because wasn't the email that I read uh, also from Niall? Yeah, yeah it, it was. was. Yeah. It was. Yep, so second one. But we had we asked for podcast. bucket list items, and we, he wrote in with his thoughts right, on the episode. Exactly. He's, doing, like he's it. doing it right. I like it. So either Niall, you're listening to these episodes... Millions like of times. Like he's a part of the podcast. Like, like he's of, here with us, right? Yeah, Seriously, millions of times. Um, he's a super fan. He's, right. He's, okay, all right. Invincible. Uh, I didn't really like this month's issue. 
It's not like I didn't see any of this coming or at least predicted it, but now that I read what I very much saw, it kind of feels eh. Like we knew Mark wasn't going to change about Rex. Mark and Eve were going to make up, and from looking at the solicitations from next month, Anna and Ursel were, were going to be sent to attack Mark. Like this issue feels kind of like a big filler to me. Besides the last page, I didn't feel like... The story was moving forward. I don't know. Those are just my thoughts. I kind no, of agree. I 100% agree. You and I are on the same yeah. comic yeah, book yeah. page. We're all kind of <laughs> the same comic book page. We all agree. Yeah, we're all kind of feeling the same way. I mean, this was kind of a filler Especially issue. after the news of it ending, like, you kind of want something yeah. like crazy. Yeah. And that's what the 12 issues is going to be, but... Yeah, well, is, it was just I feel okay. like this is set up. We're, right. we, we now yeah. know this is set up for Otley's return yeah. and some I feel, big stuff. I feel like our conversation made it sound more interesting than it actually was. It did. There was yeah, I was actually like surprised. Robot. I was yeah. like, well, we're I mean, not going to talk because we're so <laughs> excited about the future, and that's kind of yeah, that's know, actually fueling these going. conversations now. Bill, um, you've been doing this. Uh, tell us uh, the preview for next week. Or so next, next, <laughs> next issue. Next issue. Mark just wants to live a quiet life with I his family. Go ahead. You could you, you start no. over, Bill. Should I start over? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Mark just wants to live a quiet life with his family and be happy. But that would be boring. That would be a fuck. Start over. No, you gotta do it okay, again. Okay, all right, all right. Do right, it again. Right. And do it right. Okay. Come on. Shit. Mark just wants to live a quiet life with his family and be happy. But that would be a boring comic book series. <laughs> Yep, so um, it's uh, it's Anand and Ursel showing up at um, Mark and uh, with Mark and Tara. And cowering. Tara is behind Mark, now, and he's like protect. Now, now I don't know. Happen. Now I don't know if the um, the bottom text changes with uh, you know from the solicitations to the final issues, but the bottom text on that that next issue is truth is this cover is a spoiler. Should have gone with the one with just hands. <laughs> Which I, that's I awesome. love that. Because um, those are some of my favorite covers, the ones with just hands. Yeah. So <laughs> Walking Dead does that too. Like, like yeah, the holding hands. Holy that's hands. your favorite yeah, uh, issue cover. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that, I mean, we always joke about how my favorite characters always die. And um, I've expressed over the past like two new issue episodes how much I'm really liking Anand right now. I don't want him to die. I think he's probably going to, and that's, he's a villain, I'm, which is I'm fine. Crazy, about... Uh, Mark just tearing him up. <laughs> no, I don't. I, well, mm, I'll just drag off. That's what I mean. I feel. Well, like I think it would be really tough for, for Invincible to do that because look what he went through with tearing um, uh, Angstrom Levy apart, and look what Angstrom Levy did. This is in the form of a child. I, I think that he would have difficulties doing that, yeah. and I think that that's pretty intense for even this comic book. What is it? Pretty, pretty, <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> okay, you're gonna. Um, I had something to say. Oh, Tara is is the daughter of a Voltramite and whatever the fuck Eve mm-hmm. has. Yeah. Eve can't die? Like, she brought herself back to life, essentially, right? Yeah. And she can't die? Well, she, I, I well, mean, she, she did die. She, did die, she, right? brought, and she, she healed brought... her body when she was on the brink of death. Right. Tara could, could do that subconsciously and not, and like, I don't that think that happen. she's going to have the same powers as her parents. She could. She could be she both. Definitely. She, of she course could, she could. She could, but she could saying, like, fucking fart rainbows, and that could be her power. I mean, it could. We, we it could. Know. It would be really cute. It would be an awesome ending for, like, the last page of the series. <laughs> oh, by the One way. One big rainbow. <laughs> oh, man. 
New beginnings. <laughs> the fart rainbow going like across the galaxy, <laughs> connecting the Telescra to Earth. Oh, oh my man. gosh. It's, um, what is it? What is the rainbow bridge in Thor? The, it is just, yeah, it's a, just it's, the it's rainbow Terra's bridge. rainbow fart bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Called it. <laughs> but, well, I guess that's it for this issue. Um, let us know what your thoughts. I mean, yeah, we kind of agree with Niall. I mean, it was just kind of like a filler. I mean, nothing really impactful happened, but we got to see a lot of breadcrumbs, a lot of things lead up to things. Like, now we don't know what's going on with Alan, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And we know that they're going to, you know, show up at, you know, with Mark and Eve. What's up? There's a lot of debate in this this episode. I feel like more than we've really oh, yeah. ever had before where we have kind of opposing well, ideas. about Rex. Right, and I think that if, if you guys have ideas that come off of ours or something that we didn't think of, something that we're, we're blind to, write in for the email. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. And please feel free to write in more thoughts. You know, one of our favorite emails was, you know, you know, what do you think happened in those five years? You know, we know that it was an age of peace and everything like that, but we still don't know a lot about what happened. Anything could have happened in that time frame. What, where was Tech Jacket? What was he doing? Did, did you know, Monster Girl and all them rebel at all? Did they try and fight back? That's, like, that's what I was going to say. What about the rebels, the rebel alliance? Yeah, yeah. Um, the rebel alliance. Um, but remember, our email address is theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Um, again, we're on Twitter, Facebook. Um, also, uh, I mean, if you're listening to this, we, we already went to Fan Expo as a group yesterday, which would, be, would have been Thursday. Um, but I believe I'm going Saturday, and we might all be going again Sunday. So uh, we're unsure about Sunday as thus far. But if you're going to be there Saturday or Sunday, um, uh, shoot us a message on Twitter or shoot us a message on Facebook and, or an email. And uh, maybe we can meet up because I think it would be kind of cool to to meet some fans of the show and um, loyal listeners. Going live after we've already gone. I'm oh, saying Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. Oh yeah, I guess maybe Saturday or Sunday. Um, yeah, and uh, also iTunes. If you want, go on, leave us a review. That'd be awesome. That helps us get recognized more on iTunes. Um, bad reviews do too. Uh. I guess bad press is, is press, nonetheless. Eh, not right. that we want. Tell us how you... No, we I'd like rather them. Suicide yes. Squad. Suicide we, Squad so made we know bajillions how, of dollars. <laughs> yes, but they know, they know what to not do now. So, I mean, oh, if go. we need to... If we need to get better, yeah, let I'd us love, know. Cause I'd, we're, I'd love feedback. I mean, any kind of feedback. We've got we've got some end episodes under our belt, but we are still new to this. Oh yeah. You know what? Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should ask for emails for bad things that we do. No, bad things oh, that God, I say I that TJ says. There's going to be a lot of emails. I say um too much. I know that. All right, let's go through. You say I'm too much. I say I'm way I, too much. I pause too much, and I think I have trouble getting to, like, this this point right here. Like, <laughs> getting get to what I'm trying to say. Uh, I mean, it's perfection incarnate on this side of the mic. Really? really? I swear. You the mic. I peek the mic, anybody. I swear, and I, I, get, I take a topic, and then I take it to somewhere else. <laughs> Well, uh, maybe TJ should you, you, start. You well, like they, speaking. Well, yeah. they, well, they, true. Well, there you go. Now nobody has to email us what we do wrong. We already oh, yeah. know. We're working on it. <laughs> but thanks for listening. Um, TJ, thanks. This was fun. Oh, Bill, you. thank you. It was a lot of fun. The right. pin. Will you push the oh, pin in a no, little more? It wants it. It wants it. It's falling out. We're done here. Ah! We're done. Bye. Bye.
Hello. Hello, and welcome to... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>